0: for Vizio, where I will send you a personalized video answering your question. Hi, you guys, it's Yaz. And today I wanna to do a podcast that a lot of people wanted me to podcast on this topic. I got an overwhelming response by a lot of people to talk about how do you trust after you've been in a narcissistic relationship. So many people don't trust after that. So many people don't want to ever be in another relationship because they got burnt by the narcissist. Now they don't trust anybody. But you have to understand something. The way you're a good person and you went in with your whole heart, there's a lot of people like you as well out there. Not everybody Is cruel like a narcissist. We can all be a little narcissistic at times, which means that we could be a little bit selfish or self absorbed. You know, as a human being, you know, we have these kind of characteristics, but we're not necessarily narcissistic to the point where we would hurt somebody or we would deceive somebody or we would mislead somebody the way a narcissist does or discard somebody cold. Because somebody else came along. So you got to understand something. There's a lot of people like you out there. There's a lot of people that are looking to meet somebody and, you know, be in a relationship. But they want to know, how do you know who to trust and who not to trust? Okay? The first thing that I tell everyone is trust is earned over a period of time after watching somebody's patterns of behavior. Okay? In other words, I always say you really don't know somebody until you've seen them in all different kinds of scenarios. You've seen them happy. You've seen them sad. You've seen them depressed. You've seen them angry. You've seen them with money. You've seen them poor. Okay? You've seen this person in a lot of different kinds of situations, and you know how they handle when things don't go their way. See, narcissists they can't handle when they don't get their way, all right? They can't deal with that. So a lot of times, they'll either just flip the blame and say that you're the problem, or they'll just run. A narcissist loves to run, especially a covert narcissist. When the going gets tough, the covert narcissist gets going, okay? So what's a green light? We're gonna talk about green lights and red lights or red flags to watch out for. Like I said, You've got to have an open mind. Not everybody in this world is out to get you. There's a lot of good people that got burnt just like you that you don't want to miss out on possibly meeting somebody that you could be happy with. So when you first start out with somebody, you know, it's not about going in and and you know, automatically having this big guard up and you know, not trusting everybody. You have to move slowly with someone. Okay. That's the first key. You move slowly. Okay. Only fools rush in. That means that you have to go through each stage in order to know somebody. So you've got to go through the dating stage. You don't just date for two months and get married. You don't know somebody like that. And that's where people get in in problems. All right. Because after they marry them, they didn't know this person. And even if you know somebody, you know, a couple of years, You don't necessarily know that person completely, but you have a good idea of who you're dealing with, okay? So understand that. You could be married to somebody for a long time, and there could be things later on that you never knew about this person. So we're going to look for good characteristics in somebody. So the most important thing, you guys, is looking at somebody's prior history. Okay. Show me your track record and I will tell you what you are. That means, you know, what has their history been? Are they somebody that could never stay in a relationship that always jumped around? They didn't have a relationship for longer than let's say a year and they're 40 years old. That's generally somebody who's not a committable type of person. But you also have to be aware as well because there can be narcissistic people that have been in long-term relationships and maybe their partner all of a sudden found out or realized they're dealing with a toxic person and they discarded the narcissist. They couldn't take it anymore because they didn't realize what they were. You want to look at somebody and you want to say to yourself, okay, I'm going in. The first six months is, I'm, I'm not going to, you know, fall for this person in the first six months because I don't really know somebody till at least six months in. And this is how you weed out a lot of the narcissists out there because some of them won't even last six months. So understand this. In the beginning, a narcissist will be able to fool you because they're consistent in the first three to six months with calling, texting, seeing you, all of that, all right, for the first... Three usually three months it starts to you know, the mask starts to drop, and by six months, it, you could pretty much, if you're a smart person and you know about narcissists, you're gonna be able to see, you know, some of their characteristics come out if they're a narcissist. So, if they're moving fast, red flag, okay, and if they have a problem moving slow, that is another red flag, okay, if somebody is with you for good intentions they would have no problem moving slowly with you, okay? Only a narcissist wants to move fast because they're eager for that supply so they can get in, get what they want, and get out. So if they have a problem moving slow with you, that is a red flag. Another red flag is that they're calling your baby in the first month, all right? Or the, again, they wanna be jump into a relationship right away. They wanna jump into a relationship right away in the first three months. You either have somebody who's very naive, okay, who's lusting after you or you're dealing with a narcissist, okay, in either case, you have to move slowly with it and slow them down, okay, so the other thing, you guys, like I said before, is you want to look at somebody's track record, you want to look at where they've been and where they come from and their family, family, I can't say it enough and I'm giving you guys gold here, you've got to take a good look at that person's family, What is their relationship to their family? If they come from a narcissistic family, they're always going to be looking to their, let's say their narcissistic parents for validation. They're always going to try to validate their parents because, you know, if their parents are narcissistic, they're going to lay guilt trips on them. So now you got a partner that's always trying to please their parents and that sucks, right? This is generally when you have the mama's boy or the mama's girl, it's not going to be a relationship with just you and them. It's you, them, and their mama, okay, or their papa. So you want somebody who's independent that doesn't always have to go to their family to get their approval on everything. That when you have a relationship, they're not running to their family to talk about you and smear you, okay? You also want somebody whose family accepts you because if they're close with their family and they their family doesn't accept you, it's going to be it's going to be a, a, a you know it's going to be a nightmare okay and that family and the, will end up breaking you up all right how do i know cuz i live that all right so you want to make sure that the family you know generally likes you you can get along with these people especially if you're looking for a serious relationship and you got to see these people or you have kids with these people and you have family parties and birthdays and holidays you don't want to deal with a toxic family there. So again, look at the family, all right? Now, that doesn't necessarily mean that everybody that comes from a toxic family, you know, is toxic, but if that person is able to be fair and 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 say when their family is wrong, that is a good sign. Okay, that is a good sign. See, a narcissist will never, ever want to talk bad about their family. They'll always be protecting their family. They'll always, you know, side with their family over you. You want somebody that could stick up for you and have your back because their first loyalty should be to their partner. Okay, your partner comes first before family. Of course, you love your family, but your partner comes first. So you want somebody who's independent. You also want somebody who's financially responsible. You're not dealing with somebody who's a mess, okay? Somebody who can't support themselves. Somebody who can't hold a job. Somebody who's always, you know, crying, you know, poverty or problems or something like that. You don't want to get involved with somebody like that because a lot of times you could be dealing with a covert narcissist who's playing the victim to get some kind of financial thing out of you. Maybe, you know, they're crying about their bills. They're not directly asking you to pay them, but they're laying a guilt trip on you. So now you feel bad for them and you're shelling out and paying for things. All right. Don't be a sucker because this is exactly what the covert narcissist does. So. When we talk about green lights, we want somebody that is independent independent and responsible. Okay? Now, how do you know that you could trust this person? Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you guys some basic examples, all right? How does a bank know that they can give somebody a loan? They just don't have somebody walk into a bank and say, you know, I'm a good person. Can you loan me a hundred thousand dollars? See, it doesn't work like that. You've got to build up a line of credit, which means that's a period of time over years showing that you pay your bills and you're responsible. Okay, or maybe you own assets, which could be a home, a car. You know, you've been in your job a certain amount of years. Now that bank knows that you know you're a you're a good risk. Uh, in other words. To to lend lend you money. They don't have to worry about, rather, you being a high risk, that they're going to lose their money. And it's the same thing with a relationship, okay? How do you know you're going to trust this person? Because they're going to show you that they're responsible over a period of time. So what does that mean exactly? That means that they do what they say. If they say that, you know, they're going to do something, they do it. If they say they're going to call you, they call you. It's in other words, you know, it's like if you were in a job, you're going to evaluate your employees by, you know, do they show up on to work on time? Do they do their work efficiently? It's the same thing as in a relationship. Is this person, you know, responsible? Do, you know, does their word means something. And the only way you know if somebody's word means something is if they follow through and they do what they say. Now, when you're dealing with a narcissist and specifically a covert narcissist, they never follow through. They make excuses. Excuses why they can't do something. They make promises that they're going to help you out. They make promises that they're going to see you and they can't follow through, okay? Red flag, all right? So one of the green flags in knowing whether you could trust somebody is seeing that their word means something, okay? Their word means something because they have they they haven't, you know, not followed through. They've done what they've said they're supposed to do, okay? And like I said, it's based over time because somebody could be really good in the beginning, but their overall pattern is bad. Maybe they're good one or two times and the other 10 times, they don't show up on time, they cancel and all of that. Okay. Now, what's another green flag? And this is a big one, you guys, all right? A green flag is when somebody can humble themselves. What does that mean? That means they could say when they're wrong. They don't have, you know, a high and mighty attitude. Oh, I'm not wrong. They're not filled with, with pride where they can't say they're wrong. They could take accountability. But the caveat in all that is you've got to watch the covert narcissist because they pretend To be humble when they're really not. See, covert narcissists know how to play the mind game. The covert narcissist is going to show you periods of niceness at certain times because they're trying to portray that they're a nice person. But again, when we do the long game over a period of time, they can't keep it up because that's not their basic character. All right. And that's how you're going to know that they're full of shit because they're not going to be able to keep following through. You're going to keep getting excuses. So how do you know you could trust somebody? Well, somebody that you could trust is not going to keep making excuses. Okay, they're not going to make excuses. They're not going to gaslight you. And they're going to be very, very transparent. You know, somebody that you could trust is a transparent person. They have nothing to hide. In other words, if you ask them questions, they're not going to get defensive and say something like, Why do you always ask me so many questions? Or Why do you need to know that about my past or this? Okay? People that do that have something to hide. Period. Dot, end of story. So if you find that you're dealing with somebody who seems to have a problem with talking about their past or talking about themselves, they are hiding something. And why are they hiding something? Because they really don't want you to know that something is not good in their past. And also they hide things because they don't trust you. And that brings me to a very important point, you guys. How do you know you could trust somebody? They've got to be able to trust you period, dot, end of story. And I told this to my daughter. I said, when you're out there, she's got a boyfriend anyway, but I said to her, you got to make sure that this person can trust you. Okay. Because if they can't trust you, they will never ever open up to you. Not only that is if they can't trust you, right, you will never be able to trust them because they could be hiding money. They could be having side situations because they don't trust you deep down. So you want somebody that's able to trust you, okay? You want also somebody who can be vulnerable. And again, the caveat in all that is watch the covert narcissist that pretends to be vulnerable. This is what fools people. They'll tell you a sad story from their past or something bad that happened to them, you know, their childhood, and then they'll say, oh, I never told anybody like that. This is to build your trust and make you think like, oh, you know, I must be special. They're opening up to me about something sensitive. No, what they're doing is they're manipulating you and, you know, they're playing you, but you don't know that at that, at that point in the relationship, you don't know. Okay. So what's your defense on that? You got to, you got to take your time with it. You've got to take your time with it and you've got to watch this period, this person over a period of time because there'll be little clues that come out. Now, people tell me all the time, you know, what am I supposed to do? Like they the narcissist won't tell you about their past. How are you supposed to know about their past? Well, they do have big mouths. Narcissists are not as clever as they think they are. You've just got to sharpen yourself up because a narcissist will tell you some truth with some lies. So you've got to differentiate what's the truth, what makes sense, and what is a bullshit lie that they're throwing in there, okay? And a lot of times what they do is, They'll say whatever their their ex did to them, they say their ex cheated on them, their ex lied to them, their ex was controlling. Well, guess what? The narcissist is describing how they were with their ex. Okay, this is what they do. So you've got to notice all these kind of things. Now, also, what's another green or red flag, you guys, when you're out there, whether to trust somebody or not? The minute that somebody gives you a dig they put you down indirectly is a huge red flag, okay? If you feel that this person is putting you down and and making a joke out of it, That is a red flag. Watch out. You're dealing with a covert narcissist nine out of 10 times. They're giving you a subtle dig. So you've got to go by how you feel with this person. Do you feel comfortable with this person? Do you feel that this person accepts you for who you are? Or are they always trying to tell you what to do? Oh, you shouldn't wear that outfit. You should wear this outfit. Oh, you shouldn't talk so much when you're around these other people. You know, if they're telling you to shut up around outsiders or something like that. See, covert narcissists hate when you're making connection to outsiders. They don't want you to be connected to anybody. They don't want you to have that kind of power, all right, with with other people. So a lot of times they'll tell you, you know, don't say too much or something like that. It's because they're threatened by you, all right? The other thing is you've got to look at the body language, So when you're dealing with a covert narcissist, they're going to roll their eyes, they're going to smirk, they're going to dismiss you, they're going to turn their back when you're talking, they're not going to acknowledge what you say, they're going to interrupt you in the middle of what you're saying because they're not really interested and they change the subject. Any one of those signs, ding, ding, I'm dealing with a covert narcissist that's dismissing me. So as long as you know the red flags, then you know, okay? Because if you see any of those red flags, that's when you know not to get too close to this person. This is somebody you got to watch, all right? This is somebody that's not a nice person that's validating you. This is somebody who, who's jealous and feels threatened and doesn't want to give you any kind of, you know, acknowledgement. They don't want to acknowledge you, Okay? Also, big one, you guys, look at how they treat other people. How they treat other people is how they're going to eventually treat you. Are they rude and nasty to the waiter in a restaurant? Are they rude and nasty when you go out and things don't go their way? That's a red flag, all right? That's a red flag. Okay. Because that, that nastiness is going to be turned on you when you have a falling out with them over something. This is how they are. Now, a big sign of whether you could trust somebody or you can't trust somebody. Okay. And who's a green light and who's a uh, red light is how this person fights and believe it or not. You know, I had like a family member. I think it was my mother who said this to me years ago. She always said, look at how somebody fights. It tells you a lot. See, people fight different ways when they're in a relationship. Some people will yell and scream and tell you off and get in your face You know, that's an overt narcissist, that could be a malignant narcissist, that could be a grandiose narcissist, and some people are covert narcissists that fight indirectly behind your back, that will, um, you know, they'll either yes you to death, and won't tell you when something's bothering you, and they will pay you back with the silent treatment, all right? If you're dealing with anybody who gives you the silent treatment, it's a form of emotional abuse. It's meant to break you down, okay? When you deal with people that give you the silent treatment, understand this, they cannot communicate, or they, rather they don't want to communicate. So they're trying to torture you to control you so that you come begging for them, All right? Don't be a sucker. Anybody that gives you the silent treatment, you let them stay silent. And when they come back, don't always be so accessible. Don't make it so easy that they could pull that crap and think they can come back and you're going to be willing to talk to them and communicate. You've got to give them you know, one warning and say, you ever do that again, you are not able to communicate with me directly, then you know what? You and I will not be communicating at all. Then you and I have a problem here as far as communication and being able to resolve conflict. You let them know that you're not going to tolerate that shit because if you do, it's going to be a constant thing. Every time they get mad, they're going to give you the silent treatment and they'll expect you to come looking for them. You've got to be independent. you got to have your own thing. And if they want to be like that, Fine, keep living your life and doing your own thing and understand that when somebody starts with that bullshit of the silent treatment or they walk out on you when you're trying to talk or something like that, they won't even let you finish your sentence. This is somebody who's disrespecting you. Understand that. And if somebody ghosts you, delete and block, get rid of them. That's just the beginning of the mess to come, all right? Get rid of them. So let me just sum this up with something very important, you guys, you're going to look at this person over a period of time. They're on a trial basis. The first six months, you're not going to give them the green light till you see that you're dealing with a responsible, healthy individual that can, you know, humble themselves. They can be kind. They could be consistent for at least six months or more. All right. You know, They come from a healthy background where they're able to, they're not reliant on their parents. They're kind. They're they're, you know, when you tell them you're not feeling good, they show compassion. They're not just cold and they disappear for three days and then come back. All right. You want to see somebody that, you know, really has compassion for you when you're not feeling good. The caveat again to that is watch out. Because a narcissist will be kind if they want something out of you. If they don't want something out of you, they don't care. All right. They're gonna disappear when you're down and out. That's how you know who's who's in your corner is when you're down and out. That's when you're gonna know who the narcissists are and who aren't the narcissists. Understand that. So when you meet somebody, number one, don't tell them what you got. Don't tell them if you have money. Don't tell them you got a fancy car. Don't tell them, you know, you live in a fancy neighborhood or anything like that because you want to see if this person is with you for you or if they're with you because they want something out of you, all right? So you got to downplay it and see if they're there just for you, all right? The other thing is you got to see how this person is when you tell them no. Are they understanding about it and they're willing to compromise, You want somebody who's willing to compromise. You also want somebody that could be accountable when they're wrong and say, you know, I'm sorry, I was wrong about that or something. They can humble themselves, all right? Understand this. People that can humble themselves are about God, all right? People that can't humble themselves, and this is what God despises, are people that are proud and haughty, all right? They think they're above everybody else, and they think they're above God. And how do you think somebody like that is going to treat you? If they think they're above God, they're going to treat you like crap. Understand that. Understand that. So important to find somebody that can humble themselves. So important to find somebody who will uh, accept you for you, all right? They'll accept you if you're not all made up and done up. They still think you look good when you're all natural, all right? They accept you for who you are. They understand that not everybody is a supermodel, all right? They understand that that's not real life, real people, but they appreciate the fact that you're a good person, you got their back, they got your back, all right, all right? So you're not going to see this till, you know, down the line, you guys, it takes time. So you want to see this person the way they are, when things are going good for them, and when things are going bad for them. And when things are going bad for them, you got to also look and see if they start blaming you for anything, because that's typical narcissistic behavior. When the times get rough, The narcissist starts blaming who's ever near them. It's your fault things didn't work out. It's your fault, you know, I got a ticket on my car because you told me to park there. This is typical narcissistic behavior. So you want somebody who's kind and understanding, okay? So let me just wrap up by saying this, you guys. You want to know how you could trust somebody? You could trust somebody by their behavior, not by what comes out of their mouth. I don't give a fuck what comes out of somebody's mouth. Anybody could speak any shit. It doesn't mean anything. All right. People talk shit all the time. All Right. And narcissists are big talkers. So I don't care what they promise you. I don't care how much they say they love you. I don't care how much they say they're going to lay in front of a train for you, that doesn't mean shit. What does mean shit is the fact that they go out of their way to be there for you and do what they say, okay? And they do it over a period of time, at least six months to a year, minimal, minimal. They're consistent. You gotta look at this person like they're your best friend, that they're your ride or die. You can rely on them. You can trust them. They can trust you, all right? You don't have to feel like you got to walk on eggshells with this person. And that's a huge red flag. You're dealing with a toxic person because you feel like you're worried about what they're going to say or what they're going to do. All right. Somebody who's a green light, you feel comfortable with. All right. You're going to feel comfortable. You're not going to have confusion Narcissists are about confusion. They are demons because they don't follow God's laws. They don't believe in the truth. They are about lies. Satan is their father because they don't follow the principles of life and and of God. They don't believe in that, okay? And I'm not saying everybody that doesn't believe in God is a narcissist, that's not true. But what I'm saying is, when it comes to a, a narcissist, they're about deception, they're about lies, they're about confusion, they're about gaslighting, they're about getting over on somebody and they don't have any empathy for anybody that they hurt. Like somebody said, are they aware that they're hurting somebody, Sometimes they're aware they're hurting you and sometimes they're not aware that they're hurting you because they're not thinking about you. They're thinking about themselves. So the biggest realization is that not everybody in this world is like you and has a heart. A narcissist doesn't have a heart. They are fractured souls. So we call them demons because they don't have You know, they don't have the Holy Spirit in them where where they'll do the right thing. They believe in doing the right thing and they believe in following the truth. Okay? So when you're out there and you want to know whether you could trust somebody, then you got to look at if you catch this person in lies and whether this person is a truthful person. Okay? How much, you know, it'll be clear it'll be clear. There won't be bullshit involved. When you're dealing with somebody that you can't trust, there's always going to be bullshit involved. Understand that. It's always not going to make sense. They're always going to promise something and not follow through. That's somebody that you can't trust. Understand that, all right? Somebody that you trust you it flows you guys it flows but you like i said with the bank loan it's the same thing with you trusting your heart you've got this person's got to earn your trust over a period of time at least 6 months to a year so that you could watch them you could watch them and make sure that they are who they are not only that you better google this person inside out you better do background checks not so much just to find out about criminal and all that but also are they, were they living where they said they were living? Is their name the name that is who they are? Cause I just had a client that was married to somebody that actually had a different name than who they were. All right. And she didn't even know it. So you want to, you want to, you want to die. You got to be a detective. And I'll tell you why you got to do that. Because this is about your life. You only get one life, you guys. And I, You know, you can't get time back. You can get money back. You can get other things back, but you can't get your life back. So you don't want to spend time, invest in somebody, deal with 20, 30 years, and wake up one day and say, I really didn't fucking know this person. Now what? I'm 50, 60 years old, and now I got to start all over? No. That's why you got to check somebody out. If you're going to invest your time, your life your energy, your money into somebody, you better take it seriously and check these people out. The other thing too is if you have kids with them, it's a whole nother ball game, all right? And I know this because I've been through it. I've been to court three years, seven years ago, and I just went to court like two weeks ago. Again, you guys. So this is why I tell you, you've got to study people and, and study their character, And learn about, you know, whether this person is trustworthy, dependable. Do they got a family complex where they're always trying to please their family? Get away from anybody like that, all right? Because you're not going to be married to them. You're going to be married to their family and their family's approval, all right? It'll be a nightmare if you have kids with them, all right? So these are all red light and green light. You want somebody responsible, somebody dependable, and somebody that's independent that you don't have, they don't have to ride off your coattails, all right? You need somebody that's with you for you, okay? How are you really going to know whether somebody's there for you, for you? The fact that you don't give them anything and they're still there, all right? That's how you're going to know that they're doing it and then they have nothing to gain by doing it. But they're doing it because they really care about you, all right? That's how you're going to know. And also, lastly, I want to just put this one last thing in. Listen to when people talk because they give away who they are, all right? They'll make little comments and they'll talk about other people. And you'll be able to tell just by their comments if they're a jealous person. Narcissists are very jealous, all right? So they're going to be jealous of anybody that's got more than them. Anybody that's like that, watch out. Also, watch out for people that are consumed with image, that are obsessed with their image, you know, they're staring at themselves in the mirror for two hours, okay, because they're trying to attract supply or they're worried about what people think of them. And watch out for people that are obsessed with money things like they got to have a fancy car, they got to have designer labels, you know, they got to have the best of everything in life. Now, there's nothing wrong with, you know, wanting good things in your life, But when you're dealing with somebody who's obsessed and feels entitled, all right, in other words, they're not happy, let's say, with a Honda Pilot, it's got to be a Mercedes Benz, and they have a problem over something like that, then you're dealing with somebody who is, is worried about image, and you're dealing with somebody who's like an entitled narcissist that expects more uh, you know, nothing is ever good enough for them. They got to always have the best, or they're not happy. You want somebody who could be satisfied with whatever they have, all right? And that's another red flag, too, you guys. You know, if they never seem satisfied with anything, they're not satisfied with the restaurant, they're not satisfied with the food, they're not satisfied with the service. They're not satisfied with this. and not satisfied with that. That is a huge red flag. You're going to deal with someone who's not going to be satisfied with you. All right? So I am losing my voice because I have not stopped all day today, you guys. I hope that helps you. If it does, please hit the subscribe button and please share the podcast. And like I said, you guys will be all right. Remember, you got this far. Now you know the game. Just move slowly. And when you see those red flags step back and don't get close to this person. All right. Because that's one tenth of the toxic shit that you'll see later on. All right. Don't get in deep when you see a red flag. All right. I hope that helps you. If it does hit the subscribe button and please share the podcast. Have a great day. Hi, you guys. It's Yaz. And I want to tell you about my two books on Amazon. The first book is Regain Your Power. It's all about power and relationship. Who has the power in the relationship? And it goes into all of that, okay? The other book is Signs He's Not Into You, He's Wasting Your Time, okay? Check it out. It gives you a lot of good clues as to whether you're with somebody who's a real one or somebody who's just going to waste your time. You could read them both with Kindle's free trial membership. So check it out link is in the podcast description. Hi, you guys. I just want to let you know that The Game Exposed now has their merchandise available. Check out the link in the bio, and you could go check it out. There's cool hoodies, cool sweatpants, cool hats, so go to the bio for the link, and also Don't forget to follow me on Facebook at TheGameExp123 and also on Instagram, TheGameExp123. Okay, and have a great day.